Hello mech fans and welcome to the Valhalla Club. Grab a fusionaire and join us as we talk Battletech and the latest happenings around the Colorado Battletech community. Good evening to all our listeners. Uh, tonight we have the four of us, Dan, myself, Mike, and Matt. We're discussing Booyah. our <laughs> tournament from yesterday. Uh, December 12th at Gamer's Haven. We had a 12-man WolfNet 350 tournament uh, that none of us won. So, you know, you can probably stop listening to us now. And that's the goal, right? And that's what we're aiming for. Uh, if you want to start off, do you, you guys want to talk about lists or just go in ra- like a uh, round order of who you played and how the round went? You all want to tackle it. Sure, I can I can step up to the bat since I was pulling uh, lower uh, lower rank order again. But uh, so I I played with a uh, Free Worlds League Civil War era list, and I'll just run through it really quickly, just kind of gloss over things. But uh, had an Achilles uh, light battle armor, the laser variety, had a heavy heavy infantry urban response platoon which basically just has two damage and, and two heat at uh short and medium so that's that's a pretty fun unit uh and then uh ran a blackhawk prime a dragonfly h uh had a heavy hover apc as my as my transport for the infantry a Man of War C, a Puma Prime, a Thor H, uh Trebuchet 5S, Spider 7M, and a Hunchback 4P rounded out the, the mech forces there. So it kind of split the, the force between you know traditionally inner sphere and traditionally clan units there. That was kind of my my idea to do with this this era when the Free Worlds League gets some of the, the clan tech through the inner sphere general list. Anyway. So this is the first first time I used this list. Um, had never tried it out before, but just kind of had plucked it out of my mind and thought, what do I not see much out there? Free Worlds League, and what era don't I see too much at the the 350 tournaments? And that was Civil War. So went with it. So yeah, our first first round was capture the flag. And I went up against Max. So shout out to Max there. And a uh, great young kid. He uh, had a great list, and he was much more prepared for, for Capture the Flag than I was. Uh, I've got the Viper that can and the Spider that can uh, move 16 and, and jump that full 16. But that's just not far enough to actually get to the Capture the Flags, uh, to the actual flag um, OATs on the first turn. On the other hand, he had some fox armored cars that uh, could make it all the way, grab the flag, and go all the way back before I could destroy them. And uh, to just kind of, you know, I'm going to say that I've got like the bourbon dice curse at the moment. I don't know if it's temporary or permanent, but uh, my dice were were very against me. In fact, I counted it up and I played one Mega Mech match uh, earlier this week, or earlier last week, and then had the three matches yesterday and between those four matches i have gotten initiative five total times i have won initiative five total times over four matches so it was much more difficult to kind of use my lists like i thought i could because i was always behind the ball and especially in capture the flag the the faster units 
being able to move after my units, it really, really hampered what I was trying to do. So in the end, went through things. I uh, destroyed a good number of his units, but uh, when it really came down to it, I had a, my gargoyle was right next to um, his fox and three other, uh, well, no, two other combat vehicles, and they all had damage on him, and I just needed a couple points to destroy them all. Needed to roll sixes, overheated, rolled seven pairs. I got one of one uh, six, and so destroyed none of them. They went back, and that was the last round where he got his two remaining flags, uh, and I ended up with two with one on on one of my mechs on the way back. So two to four, I beat him on MOV, but he beat me on the objective, so lost that one. Uh. Yeah, so that was just kind of a harbinger of what the rest of the day would go like. But uh, second round, we played Headhunter. Um, so I thought I had a pretty decent list for this one. I had some, um, I had my Viper and my Thor H as my commanders because those can get some pretty high TMM, but still dish out a little bit of, a little bit of damage. Uh, went up against Braden. Shout out to Braden S. Um, and he had a very heavy clan list. In fact, he ended up only taking three units to the headhunter match. And his three units were, yeah, Dire Wolf. I forget the, the variants, but a Dire Wolf, a Mad Cat, and a, and a Elemental. <laughs> elemental group. So, um and the elementals really weren't used, but his other two were skill twos, and uh, he just had him under back behind some cover, and I had to run up on him. And first turn, he took out my untouched Nova Prime, and uh, the Nova Prime only got two damage back, even rolling eight eight uh, pairs of dice. Next round, he took out my gargoyle, and the next round, he took out my spider. And on the fourth round, after firing everything into the direwolf the entire time, I finally destroyed one mech. He destroyed so at that point he destroyed everything except for my my last remaining commander, the the viper. And it was just kind of running around the board for a couple couple of units, me trying to get initiative, and and uh, I only got initiative once during that whole game. So every time he was moving after me, and eventually he, he kind of got me into a corner and destroyed me. So, again, I lost. And it, it really came down to one round where my spider was doing a rear shot on the dire wolf. So I just needed sixes, rolling three pairs of dice. I needed one pip. I couldn't hit any of the three for a six, six plus. So that really turned it, because the next turn, that thing did nine damage to me. It was it was highly unfortunate, but Brain played a, a fun game, you know, with his his low number of units, and it worked out for him. Um, third round, I played against uh, Luke. So Luke's another another young guy who's just getting into the game, and uh, he brought a pretty fun list. We had to you know kind of evensies list. Um, he had I remember a couple catapults and a hunchback and. Um, forget what faction it was but it was definitely intersphere uh he ran that and we we were playing hold the line it actually ended up being a, a pretty even match because he always won initiative um 
And he... Oh, actually, I did one initiative once, so that was good. Um, but I was able to get quite a bit of damage on him without getting too much damage on my own units. But he did have a couple fast units that uh, essentially got a TMM of 5 through stealth and different things. And um, so we ended up, at the end of the game, we both had the four objectives, and I beat him on MOV. So I did win that one on MOV, and that was it. So went oh, one okay. and two. Yeah, it was a really close game. Actually, we were. It was. It was pretty tense. He was all. He was all jazzed up because he he'd lost two before that, just like me. And he's like, "Oh man, this. I just hope this game's good." <laughs> so it, we did have a good game, and I think we, you know, we both came out of it pretty pretty happy with what happened. Uh, it, it was a tough one, and I, you know, I just won off of MOV uh, destroyed. But my 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 tournament day was not grand, and my my dice, my new. Wolfnet, I'm not Wolfnet. My my new uh, Valhalla Club dice did not uh, treat me well. I rolled with those all day long, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna, the luck is gonna change sometime," but hasn't yet. So maybe this week they'll they'll roll different. I'm not sure. Anyway, that was my experience. So uh, I'll turn it over to someone else. <laughs> Sounds great. I also had terrible luck with the uh, the dice. Pretty sure. Dave and Ben worked together to sabotage me. <laughs> and after that game, I put them in my dice bag so that the, the rest of the dice can teach them, you know, kind of get them up to speed of how they're supposed to roll. Maybe we um, should have uh, Mike go, and then you guys could talk about your botch all and then continue on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that was uh, w- my thought as well. But uh, so I played two rounds uh, yesterday. I brought some Dark Age Kellhounds. Uh, with a list I made the night prior uh, within probably about an hour, hour and a half. So not the most like super deep dive strategic meta list. The only cheese I brought was John's old favorite uh, one point magistracy, magistracy medical corps field medics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for one PV each, that was about the only cheese i opted for um i didn't have any jump strong uh, i didn't have any plasma cannons uh but had a couple new units that i haven't played with before and it was uh, definitely fun to to try those out uh so for my dark age kell hounds uh i went with a uh madcap mark four savage wolf b at skill three um and ice ferret j uh that one's for you, Charles. Uh, first time using that thing. That thing is a beast. Its uh, new name is the Eradicator. <laughs> uh, a Rifleman 7N2, an Archer 7C, a Wolfhound 6S, Pouncer G. That was a new one for me as well. A couple of Kukulane support armors, my two little field medics, and a heavy hover APC. Um, so uh, round one. Similar, I mean, we all played the same thing for round one, except Ben and John here. Uh, were Capture the Flag. I played uh, good old Charles Gideon. Um, and that was a super fun, solid game. Uh, for that one, I took out the Pouncer, the Ice Ferret, the Wolfhound, uh, let's see, uh, both Field Medics and the Heavy Hover. Oh, and the Rifleman. Um <clears throat> were your medics just spotters is that the deal so 
I I was I don't know the they ended up doing absolutely nothing to include the heavy hover. So that was eight, nine, ten PV just running around the board doing nothing the whole game. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the heavy hover only moved 16, and I kind of needed it to move at least 20 to 24. I guess maybe I should have opted for like an Anher or something like that. I don't know. But... um. Because I was hoping to get it, because for some reason, these one-point field medics can perform anti-mech attacks. And so my goal was to get them up in there, do an anti-mech attack. But at the same time, his list was insanely fast. Insanely fast. Um, and there was just nothing I could do <laughs> to keep up. I mean, my, my closest thing was the Ice Ferret J at 20. Uh, but I mean that that thing is a bleat, uh, is a that thing is a beast. Just deletes units at seven six short medium, um, and with that twenty inch move in TMM four, it, like like a, it's the eradicator. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, what's what's the PV on that sucker? Well, I put him at skill two, and that's seventy eight PV, my guy. Uh, that's ooh. that's a good portion of your two hundred. Yeah, for sure. Is a big chunk. Charles ran a list uh, a few months back where he had a, a skill two ice ferret J. I think that thing was 92 PV. It was a little test for him, but I, I couldn't quite stomach the PV at skill two. So I just went for skill three, which allowed me to get a little bit more things in there. Um, it was a good game. Um, since he had the speed, he had all three flags picked up on turn one. Um, and he got them all back to his base on turn two. But at that point, now I was up in the range and in the, and or on the zone for the flags. And every, all my stuff was just killing his stuff at that point. So come turn three, his stuff started dropping pretty quick. Um, <clears throat> if I was a little faster in my decision-making, uh, we probably the game probably would have ended differently because by turn three, the game had swung my way, but we ran out of time. So he won with the three objective points. Um, I had zero. I killed 176, I think, P, uh, PV from him. So by turn four or five, uh, I think it was four, um, the majority of, like, at least half his field has, was dead at that point. Um, so, like I said, if I was fast in my decision-making process, because I had killed more than half his list at that point, I would have been able to easily get uh, the stuff out, the or get the flags back to the base, rather. The Heavy Hover APC did manage picking up one flag after he dropped off his medics and left him out there, uh, but he didn't get back to base before time ran out, so... But it was a super solid game, a lot of fun. Um, that was the first time I ever saw a TMM five unit. Yeah, uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, that was a fun game. Uh, game two was uh, Headhunter, and that was with John here. And since my list was pretty high already in, in base PVs, and I skilled some of it up to three. Um. I brought what was it? Three mechs and one Kuka Lane support uh, support armor. Um, 
and I tend to be a little brawly. I think we've all figured this out to this point, at least anyone that's played me. So uh, my my two uh, commanders are, yeah, the, the two commanders came out pretty quick, and it was like my three mechs versus his six. <laughs> so the, the rifleman fell fast. For that one, I was using the rifleman, the ice, uh, the ice ferret J, and the savage wolf in one of the kukulains. Um, the, the rifleman fell pretty quick. I failed to get the, uh, the fire moth H out of the way. Uh, I, I only needed two hits landed one out of, what was it? Six. I stayed medium. So I had six chances. That's a horrible uh, feeling when you only get the, the, the armor and you're like, Oh, another turn it, of that thing. <laughs> exactly. So it, and it was, it was all over from there, but I mean, I, with, I mean, he had double units almost the entire time, so I should have been a little bit more conservative and uh, and and strategic, tactical, all the words. Um, but I I just wasn't. I just kind of ran out there and well, they just started dropping quick. Uh, but it was still a good game. Uh, the Savage Wolf is the first time I ever played one of those. Uh, it was the first time I'm ever using anything with armored components, crit resistance. Uh, so that was nice being able to ignore the first crit uh, with the armored components. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a good game, uh, and I left after after round two. But uh, that was my experience. It was a lot of fun, and uh, TMM five units suck. <laughs> yeah, because I, I really noticed that on on capture the flag, the first object, because usually. I take a list that's a little bit slower but has more more punch to it and so when we do capture the flag i'll get i'll at least get close enough to those flag objectives to just hit those light units when they get on the get there on the first turn but i like the tmm of four and five i just my dice weren't liking me but even beyond that like what i needed to actually roll was crazy high so definitely hurts indeed and my pouncer g was a beast um and we we all now have access to the good old Pouncer via the the new Alpha Strike box set. Oh yeah! Uh, but the uh, the G variant uh, is a, a twelve TMM two. It's a medium, so uh, t- but TMM two it moves twelve inches or jumps ten. Not not slow enough to be a, or not poor enough to be jump weak, but still not being able to jump your full walk MV is kind of crappy. Uh, but the G is a five five zero uh, short, medium, long with OV three, so that thing's definitely, definitely got some firepower under it. And so it's just, uh, it's case just like a, a little bit of an upgrade of the Nova, then of the Blackhawk. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And case two is always nice. Uh, oh, you rolled a two on the crit table. Mm, too bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the PV on it? Uh, the Pouncer G at skill four is 37. Oh, nice. Um, me and John were talking during and after our game. So for my 350 list, I've got three pretty expensive units in here. Uh, between the uh, the Savage Wolf B, the Ice Ferret J, and the Archer 7C, all at skill three. Uh, Savage Wolf came in at 64. Ice Ferret was 78. And Archer was 59. If I had not taken the Archer and opted for some cheaper, faster units, 
to kind of fill up the field a little bit. Um, probably would have been a bit more well-rounded, but having having three expensive units in there is it's pretty hard to deal with. And so that's definitely a lesson learned. And I appreciate that feedback, John, because I mean, of the two rounds, I did have the archers slated in a couple of uh, scenario teams, none, none that we rolled, but I mean, it's neither here nor there. The archer is a beast at five, five, four, but still TMM two case two is nice. And what's that? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten total pips of health. Not not bad, but I mean, if I had swapped that for two to three other units, maybe even with some more speed, I might have done a little better in Headhunter um, or even been slightly more successful in uh, Capture the Flag. But yeah, still some lessons learned, good games had, and uh, it was a good day. Now we can get down to the real meat and potatoes, as uh, Bourbon would say, uh, the, the batch-all that was uh, conducted uh, yesterday. So this is a Ben and John's show now. Go for it, guys. So, yeah, that was the, the first round that I played. Uh, and John and I had already agreed to uh, come into this and play a stand-up fight battle for the, for the honor of who would... Uh, have to be their hated enemy for the next year. So, John, I don't know if you want to chime in on anything or not, but you're also muted too. So, no shame, John. It's okay. Your bondholder has given you permission to speak, sir. Oh, you can stay muted. You don't even want to talk about it right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, sorry. It's just washing some dishes. Um, it's a terrible day. Yeah, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. So I think I think the tournament was cool because it was a chance for a lot of us that are going to Vegas in January to kind of test out some things. And uh, <clears throat> I was testing out a Dead Sun's Dark Age list that I have since changed after yesterday. Um, <laughs> I learned, learned some valuable lessons on a lot of stuff. Um, but the first matchup was me and John playing our batch all uh, throwdown. Uh, my Fed Sons versus Hood Jade Falcons uh, in a stand-up fight. So um, I brought a Sagittarius 10X, a Fireball that John loves, a um, Shadowhawk 5D, and a. Do I have the rifleman? Yeah. Yeah, I had a rifle and a, and the typhoon. Yeah, the typhoon rack version. And, and John, you had yeah. So we agreed to do Dark Ages stand up fight, and I went with my Jade Falcon. Um, and for stand up fight, I just took a, a star. Um, I had a Mad Cat S, a Summoner B. Hold on, let me take a look at my list right here. Um, Loki, Dr. H, and a kit box. So, a little mix, a little bit of everything. Um, the kit box and the summoner were upskilled to skill three, just to be a little bit more consistent. And then the dasher only throws dice at short range, so he got dumped down to skill five. 
Um, per the batch all, Ben got to set up terrain and I was able to choose board edge. Um, it didn't really matter because Ben plopped a big level two hill in the center and both of the side lanes had force in them and both players had like a smattering. Of, uh, I think you had one small hill and I had two. Yeah. So I, I chose the one that did two just because um, I was hoping to divide Ben's forces. Um, we kicked off. We were rolling the new dice. Um, they've uh, they failed me completely. I think it, I agree with Matt. I've been cursed. Uh, <laughs> couldn't. A, I put, I think, 15 dice, 15, like, pairs of dice into the fireball for nines and tens, and I didn't hit it. That didn't feel good. Um, yeah, they were rough. I, I think I was, like, 50-50 with those new dice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we kicked off, and you just kind of sent your blob up in the center, and I peeked out. With what the Mad Cat and the Kit Fox, I try to snipe your little typhoon and immobilize it <laughs> before it got close to me, and that didn't work yeah, out. Yeah. Um, and then, but regardless, the typhoon is so slow that you end up kind of having like to pick a side of that center hill to go around and, and stick to that decision. So I was able to avoid the typhoon for like four turns, yeah, about the first four turns, it was. Yeah. It was pretty good, and, and you were able to split it off. And, uh, yeah, and that time kind of chase points, right? So that was a fifth of your list, and basically 100% of my list lost to 80% of Benjamin's list. list. So <laughs> that's the takeaway. <laughs> Couldn't get it done. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did pretty good there for a while. I mean, it was I think it was round three. You killed my rifleman. No, you killed the. Sh- oh, you killed- I had the rifleman. No, I had the Sagittarius, the Shadowhawk, the Typhoon, and the Fireball. I think the Shadowhawk and the rifleman died on the same turn. Um, yeah. Which and Typhoon is this, Ben? I'm just looking at him on Master. It's the rack variant. It's okay. uh, it's got six at short, six at medium, and it's got like seven points of armor and yeah, armor. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, it's good. but it only moves like six inches. It's not yeah. a lot. So, um, actually, pretty nice little like uh, fly swatter for a uh, fire model because it has the turret inside. Yeah, which way its turret is facing when you shoot, which is pretty good. Yeah, if this was a if this was a scenario where you just got to sit back and defend something, that's that's a nice one to have back there. Yeah, it was pretty solid, and uh, I think yeah, it was turn turn three. You killed my rifleman. And I killed your dasher. And then pretty much for like the next two turns after that, we were, we both lost a Mac every turn. And then we got into round yeah. six, I think. Yeah. Um, Cause I devoted like this, the summoner tried to shoot down the fireball twice. And who else shot? I think the, the Loki went for the ball once. Um, yeah. I think he went after him once and then the shadow closed on him. Yeah, and um, that was kind of the, the tipping point because we would go for the fireball on nines and tens or switch to the Sagittaire uh, on 
probably what, like eight, seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when it's, I mean, I mean, it's not that close, but I, I wanted to get the fireball off the map, especially since my dasher was gone, and uh, it just didn't happen. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes you're just gonna miss. It's, it's too bad. Yeah. But like, what's a TD six curve? How how likely are you to roll a nine? Those don't matter in Battletech. Come on now. <laughs> it's like, was it 12% or something like that? Or, you know, right. 11, 11%. But yeah. Exactly. So then I guess in higher would be. Um, so that didn't pan out. Uh, but I was pretty happy. I kept the Typhoon isolated. Um, and, yeah. And. I think Ben and I were talking about beforehand, like the there's certain like uh, Fed Sun units that pretty much act like clan mechs, like they're like clan mediums. Um, the the Shadowhawk 5D is one, the Wolverine 10D, and the Phoenix Hawk 9 are pretty much the same deal. They move 12 inches, have a 4-4 damage profile. Um, so they're pretty much clan mechs, right? Um, yeah, it was. I mean, that that Shadowhawk five uh, D that I was running. I mean, it's 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 a it's a bruiser. I mean, it's ten inch jump. Um, it's got uh, four short, four medium, and then uh, it's running with six armor and five structure, and it's got case. You know, so, and so base cost is like thirty nine PV. So it's got like better armor than a clan unit, but kind of kind of same or similar damage profile, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Only costs you know, a few points more, um, but uh, no, they're good brawlers. Um, and then the Sagittarius. What were your impressions of the Sagittarius, Ben? Like it has jump strong and it's got a lot of armor, but it's only throwing four dice. It's only throwing five at short and yeah. four at medium, and it's got one at long. You know, I. I, it's just I've always liked that design ever since the cover of TRO thirty sixty seven. So I never played it in Alpha Strike. <laughs> so I just wanted to play with it one time, and I found that little Pen X that's got Jump Strong um, for it, and I was like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. See how it plays out. You know. Um, whenever, whenever I see the Sagittarius, just like guns. You know, <laughs> I think that's what you know. People get freaked out just by the look of it. But then it starts shooting out, and they're like, oh, you're only, you're only throwing five dice at short and four at medium? Yeah, I was oh, okay. surprised to hear that. That's That seems like very little compared to what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's got it's got 10 armor and five structure, you know? Good. So, yeah. and with jump strong, it's, you know, you're, you're, you got a plus three mod on it. It's not going down. Yeah. It's, it's not going down easily. So, but yeah, I think, I think our game, you know, John's game, it it went right up to the wire towards the end. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I think it was turn, I think four and five, where I didn't down the fireball. And because I di- diverted those shots away from the Sagittar, that's when I started really yeah. falling behind in the damage race. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the Sagittar can jump as fast as my summoner can. They're pretty much just going to chase me around at short range. And, you know, you're what? Yeah. You go for you know short range, so you only need nines. So you start chipping away. Um, and then the typhoon got in the range of the the 
What did you have down there? The Oler, the Kit Fox, in the summer? Yeah, yeah, I think you only shot the Typhoon into the summer. Because um, the Kit Fox took back, back shotted by your fireball and then finished by your Spanish mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, actually. Uh, one observation I had is that, like, if you, uh, vehicles can't benefit from cover, uh, like infantry, neither infantry nor vehicles can benefit from cover. You can kind of run into like this weird place where like uh, someone in a mech can outmaneuver you, and they're shooting at you from behind cover. And even though it would normally be an obscured shot, it's, it's not, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, see, you can see the vehicle, or you or you can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't get any partial cover, but I I would say they do benefit from cover because they can hide, you know, much better. So true, they're they're definitely less maneuverable. But I I I like to use. I mean, they just need one level to hide all the way, so they can get around without being shot at. So and we talked about afterwards. You plans like in pen for the stand up flight to take a helicopter and some grenadiers, right? Ben? Yeah, that was part of my stand-up fight list that I kind of built um, prior to our our fight in general. But, um, you know, when I looked at your list and I was like, hmm, he's got a lot of flack. I don't, I'm not ready to deal with flack and helicopters yet. So uh, let me swap these guys out for the Typhoon and see how that plays out, you know. Yeah. And it was, I think it was a five-point difference between the, the cavalry and the, and the grenadiers combination in the typhoon so yeah um that's where i was <laughs> i was kind of hoping you would like be like he's not gonna do it he's not gonna take those flak units and just like yeah do like the ride of valkyrie in on me and i'll just be shooting him down now you, you had enough of them that even one of them would have probably ruined my day um yeah but uh yeah i think it it really came down to that last that last turn where you had the the summoner and the timber wolf still running around and I had the Sagittarius, the Fireball, and the Typhoon left. And yeah. the Sagittarius backshotted your your Timberwolf the with a headshot. The Fireball shot my Timberwolf in the back of the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Fireball. Yeah. It's just spite, man. That's spite. It was, yeah. it was insult to injury on that one. Yeah. It was, the game was already over, and I just got capped. And I was like, whoops. That sucks. <laughs> we don't take Bondsman here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, it was a close game up until like I think like turn five, and then it's kind of started snowballing away from me. It was a fun one. Yeah, it was a very tactical game. I mean, it was John and I were using cover and yeah, that's true. Around we were we were kind of pussyfooting around that hill in the beginning. Yeah, called tactics. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. The outcome is that John gets to present the Federated Sons third. Christmas of 2023. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. I, I got you some decals that I, I just ordered for you, buddy. Get that green ready, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So it's the good thing is most of his stuff's already painted green. He's just got to do different highlights. That's like dark green, though. You can't go with the <laughs> light green. Right. Yeah. Uh, We're a little bit more free with our paint jobs in the pizza. <laughs> yeah well i have some side com that i thought were going to be lirans but i guess now they're davians so i've got the dual tone blue to have my davians yeah that'll work that'll work um there's a few units like that so um, yeah i think it was a good game um you know it was hard fought and uh i don't think either one of us uh were willing to give <laughs> yeah 
So John, John, uh, what you uh, how'd you feel about your second match with Mike there? Um, that was headhunters. I was <laughs> like, we started setting up, and um, it was like, and that's all my units. And like, I did like a double take, and I was like, that's see three units. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and then I set up the rest of mine. Um, and never played against the Ice Ferret J. It's pretty scary because he's fast and he, he still throws six dice at medium. The Eradicator. He's got a lot of health, too. He's got, what, like five, six pips armor and two pips of uh, hull? Uh, let me scroll down to it real fast. Uh, Ice Ferret J has a total of five armor, two structure. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that guy, I mean, um, delete, like, light next in terms of shooting. Um, and there had, like, the potential of that happening in our first turn because Mike won initiative. Is Ice Ferret went last. I moved up pretty aggressively with my lights so that they'd be in a good position for the following turn. And then uh, he engaged my um, took six units this time. I swapped out the the Mad Cat for a Fox and a Vulture. Um, but he was trading shots. He set it up really well. It was a uh, Savage Wolf was going to one v one my Kit Fox. And his Fenris is going to shoot unopposed into my um, Uh And he, you're looking for nines on both, I'm pretty sure. And I think so. And I didn't need a lot. And I was like, I got six chances to do it. Yeah. Because didn't didn't follow through completely. And I stare at three six, and the Savage Wolf, I think, throws five. So you threw 11 sets of dice looking for nines, and he only did two damage. Also, kind of a bad feeling. <laughs> yeah, not enough. Um, and then the problem is, um, you, you just overcommitted your rifleman, and that guy's only got TMM one, and he was your lieutenant. So, like, I had to kill him to win. I just focus fired him down with what, like, five max. Yeah, definitely. Probably moved out just a smidge too aggressively, especially being doubly outnumbered. So, yeah, but it's still a good game. Yeah, it was. I mean, like, it's it's kind of scary because, like, the you still killed one of my lieutenants. You killed my vulture. Um, and yeah, the ice ferret did. Uh, he stripped all but one pip left right. in a single strike. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it was, it was super close. I think because I, I was in short range. I threw all seven. I needed all seven to kill it, oh, and you, I landed six. Oh, you. It, it was worse, Mike. I thought you needed all seven. You did hit all seven. He he just has eight hit points. So oh, okay. You perfectly shot okay. him. Yeah, but you just didn't kill him. That's right. That's right. Um, that was kind of scary. I've never seen a vulture get like one shotted before. I was like, huh. <laughs> so I could definitely see uh, Charles taking one of those at like skill two. That's going to catch people off guard. Um, you just don't expect yeah. something that fast to throw that much dice. Um, yeah, with seven and short, even if you're not getting a rear shot for that additional one to make it eight with seven at short, you can, I mean, especially at skill three, if you've got a, if you're shooting at a TMM two or lower, you can essentially just delete from existence, a light and a medium and severely cripple a heavy in one shot. Um, Cause we, we ended up playing that game out. Cause like I I took up the, the rifleman early and you're kind of in a bad spot. And I took out the Savage Wolf, and 
he took out my vulture. And then it was basically the ice ferret had to keep me from capping the second point. And he'd already killed the Koshi, but then you either, you, I won initiative. You either had to like step on the point and then you knew my guys were going to be behind you or you had to back off and headshot a summoner to stay in the game. Which I think is what we, we diced it out, right? Yeah, because with that, that last round we played, um, our units were relatively close. Um, so I think I was six to seven inches away from my, uh, like, uh, was it commander token, headhunter token, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, I was six to seven inches away from that. Your summoner could jump, what was it, 10? And then you had the fire moth on the field still. So it was my one versus your two units, if I'm not mistaken, at, at that point. So my guys did some work because I, I did kill some things, yeah, no. just not enough, <laughs> fast enough. Um, looking at it, and then your ice fire yeah, killed I, uh, Kit Fox. It, the battle armor killed the vulture off. Um, I don't know who killed the Loki, one of them. And then the ferret yeah. also killed my Koshi. Yeah, because I split fire and got them both. And, <laughs> yeah, dude, that felt so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah I split that. fire, got them both. Um, and the last one, what I need? I needed a nine. I, and you only had one point of damage, and you're like, here's a nine. <laughs> and, yeah, I just needed a nine. Um, shaking the dice. One of the dice you know, wiggles out of my hand, lands on the table as a three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I was shaking, like shaking the dice. I was getting ready to roll. It landed on the table. That stands. And you're like, well, you need a six. <laughs> and lo and behold, I got the six. I was <laughs> like, holy shit. Uh, so split fire, got both lights, um, eradicator for the day. And so the last round was my ice ferret versus his fire moth and his summoner. He won initiative. We were all pretty close. The fire moth moves too fast. To, uh, was it uh, 26? I was six inches away ish from my headhunter token to try and cover it. And then your, I mean, I was also what, two, three inches away from your summoner who jumps 10. So yeah, if I no sat on it, you, you were going to, yeah, yeah, you, you could have easily gotten both units behind me because I had to move my one and then you would have moved both your two. So I would have had no shot, but yeah, no, so it's a solid game still came down um, to the last, round if i had played the first two rounds uh a little more smartly i probably could have done a little better because the yeah the rifleman's a 333 in damage and a tmm1 but that savage wolf and that ice ferret combo man, that's just mean and they did work um but yeah solid game it was a lot of fun I a lot of my stuff <laughs> <laughs> how about and your then, second game ben oh sorry sorry go ahead john I'm just that then Mike and I, I think we both dropped, right? Yeah, since uh, since you were, you had to drop to go home, and then that made players uneven, and then I had some, some errands to run, uh, so I decided to drop two to keep it even and get my errands done so I didn't get in trouble with uh, Household 6. <laughs> yeah, and I went to a holiday party. So. Hey, yo. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, my, from, oh, sorry. My, you want to talk about my second game? Yeah, the rest of the rest of your time there. We, we yeah. don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. I got to get up in like five. Uh, my second game, uh, 
I played against Dave, and I won't go into a lot of detail about it um, since he's not here, and I don't want him to, you know, feel bad for Waffle stomping the shit out of me for, you know, four turns or five turns or whatever it took. But uh, I made some poor choices on unit selection against his forces, and uh, he went into defense mode right off, right off the bat, and my force was designed for defense mode, so it didn't really work out in my favor, and I got a little too aggressive with it. And uh, it uh, ended up being a bad bad loss for me, where I think I did a total of uh, 31 PV damage to him. For the whole game? <laughs> the, whole, the whole game. Yeah. And he took that entire so it was rough. It was rough. Uh, and that was the headhunter game. And then the last game I played against Chuck O, or Charles O, um, who is a new player. Um, and he was actually playing with one of my old lists because he showed up to the event and he didn't have his list, didn't check out on Faction Era. Um, and he's only been playing Alpha Strike for a couple of weeks. So um, it was more of a learning game for him. Uh, and I was just trying to do my best to kind of not um, be me yeah <laughs> so um and and i knew the list well because it was a list i played with at southern assault two years ago so uh i knew exactly what what he could do with it what he couldn't do with it and uh so i did, didn't try to take him apart too bad but i think it ended up being uh i tabled him and um i i hope he he learned something out of it and uh he got got a better idea of what what units can do. So, yeah, that was uh that was where we were at. So that was my third game. <laughs> so uh, thoughts about the event or, or what we saw as far as lists? Uh, I'll just lead out. Um, I definitely didn't take fast enough stuff for capture the flag. Uh, you got to get there in the first round, or else you're already behind, I guess. Um, but the the really high TMM stuff, you can't just uh, count on deleting deleting those units when they get there the first round. So that's I've already like looked at my list and tried to think about you know it, it seems like there's kind of a, a gulf. You have to have some heavy units, but you also have to have these really light ones with with high TMM that can go on the on the scenarios that require them. So that was something that I saw that worked well against me was really high TMM, but also on the other end of things, really heavy ones that are, are skilled up that can just dish tons of damage every unit and just are going around deleting units. So those are two things that I saw that I definitely will will uh, take account of for, for how my list goes in the future. Uh, any Anything that you guys saw in the event? Um, I mean, I know that event for me was a good shakedown of this list and I pretty much spent all day today kind of revising and retweaking and, and uh, coming up with a, some solutions to some problems that I encountered the other day, yesterday. So um, I think the event was good for that. Um, I think overall the, the event went ran smoothly. Um, Gamers Haven was very accommodating to us, and uh, I shout out to them for sure on uh, being flexible with the numbers because we weren't quite sure how many people were showing up. We had a decent head count, but uh, we had some people drop and some people add. And, tentatives in there so gamers haven was really cool about uh uh being accommodating on that end and uh, jack did a really good job for his his i don't know if this was his first toing i think this is his first to yeah so he, i think he did he did a really good job of kind of holding to a timetable um he probably 
could have used another hand there to, to help out organizing some things. But uh, I think he did a good job of, of for his first time. And I think it was a learning experience uh, for him. So it went uh, the two rounds I was there for went really well. And he's um, a good organizer. He runs a lot of intro events normally. But um, all takeaways. Yeah, I think, I mean, the lists I saw were, you know, I mean, I don't even know if I can count them as one of them was my own list, so I saw that one. <laughs> I think it was pretty uh, well rounded, though, between the factions and the eras. You didn't have yeah. everyone show up with Ill Clan, or, you know, it was it was pretty well rounded. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, I don't, I didn't see Josh's list or Luke's list, I don't think. I think Josh ran his uh, Clan of Wolf because, I mean, I, and that's just an assumption based off some photos because I definitely know his Clan Wolf paint scheme. Yeah, and I think, was it Alex had the the uh, Ryukin diorama? Oh, the shadow. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the DCMS. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty solid. Um, and that, that diorama board was just beautiful. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I think even... I think... Two Capellan lists out there? Yeah, there was uh, Luke's was a Capellan list, so that was fun to run against. I think Max had a Capellan list as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he bounces back between Capellan uh, lists and some some clan lists, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've played a couple times in one-off games with Max, and he's he's definitely a, a solid solid opponent. Uh, so. Um, but yeah, I didn't get to play him yesterday. I guess my takeaway from yesterday, kind of like I mentioned earlier with talking to John about my list, was for for a Wolfnet list, you kind of need li- limit your list to two high PV beefy units. Uh, because if I didn't have that third in there, I could have had some more faster faster unit type stuff. This is also the first Wolfnet list I brought to a tournament or any type of event with absolutely no VTOLs in it. It felt weird. Um, and I kind of missed them because that hover only went 16 and it wasn't far enough. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, no, some, some, some lessons learned and it was a good day. It was uh, fun because it was actually the, the very first time that we've all been in the same room together. <laughs> since we started doing the podcast so yeah that's pretty funny yeah. uh, and i will put up some some pictures on the facebook and on the the discord here so any of our listeners that want to see some pictures from the event i'll put those up i mean i think you guys are right right um like you need a speedy unit you need to be able to interact with the flag on turn one it seems like you know kind of tricky yeah definitely need that you know it's it's good the wolfnet stuff is good to have a, a well-rounded toolkit that uh steal your steal your line there john um a well-rounded toolkit of stuff that you can choose from to accomplish the the eight different scenarios even if you're not going to face all eight in in one day i was glad that you know i got to play every unit in the list that i brought at least once to kind of see how it performed and um it was my actual first time of playing with vtols mike so uh I learned some things there. Uh, they're a lot of fun, and they can be an extreme annoyance to your opponent. Remember the first time I brought him out to a, a pickup game with Dave, and he was not prepared. And ever since then, he throws partisan tanks, anti-air, all, all the flak in every list, 
he faces it, it, it yeah it for the past year every time i've placed uh face dave he's got partisans and just all the flack uh because the very first game i played with him where i brought vitals he was not prepared and then now it's it's his staple like oh i'm, I'm facing mike gotta have some gotta have some anti-air <laughs> i mean you have to have a plan for helicopters absolutely a lot of them are going to be TMM three or four, and then they're airborne. So that's another one, and then you're almost never catching at short range. So they're just another Asher equivalent out there to frustrate you. What do you guys think is like the, the benchmark mech for speedy and annoying? Like in my mind, it's a Dasher, but Fireball taught you differently this this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <A comment. laughs> and I'm now thinking. Uh... Thinking about bringing the the old ice ferret J instead of dashes from now on. Yeah, I mean with that that twenty inch movement, man. Throwing six at medium range instead of only five at short. Yeah, it's twice the PV, but it's more than twice. It's a, I've <laughs> it's got more live. range. I've got more armor. It, it's more well rounded. Yeah, with that twenty inches, you can get to the objectives on the first turn still and be effective for more than more than one just round. So just I mean, have to be uh, facts. Boo, but there's a fire fire moth H, and in the later eras you get the fire moth P, and that one can go thirty inches. Throws four, four yeah. at the short range. Yeah. You can have two dashers, and they only cost you, I think, forty, maybe fifty points. So, that's gross. Yeah, that's how you make friends. <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah. If you meet a new Battletech player and he's got two wait, what uh, what pack does the Dasher come out? Like Clan Strike Star? I can't remember. I think it's if, if I see if I see a player walk up with two dashers, then I know yeah. I know I know what you're gonna do. That's you're it. like, I'm not gonna play you anymore. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Oh god. The, but yeah, no, like I think you have to have a plan for something that's going to get a TMM of four or even five with drum strong or airborne. Uh, and you have to decide, you know, like what is my answer to that unit? And, you know, to accept that sometimes you're not going to be able to kill it and then you're going to lose. Not going to suck a little, but it is what it is. Maybe I just wait for the day when we get like a, a Wolfnet 350 advance where they start throwing in some, some airspace fighters and <laughs> just deal with it from the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. A bomb here, bomb there, hit you from extreme range. Okay, you're dead. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Our tournament at Castle Rock was the first time I ran into artillery. And when I played Rick, that was my, my round one game. And Rick was like, okay, he's like, my helicopter is going to spot for my artillery. Uh, and he's going to mark this point. So it'll clip your dasher who's hiding behind the building. And I'm like, wait, what? And he like rolled an eight, and he's like, and I hit. And I'm like, so what happens? He's like, so you take two damage. And I was like, uh, oh, my dash is dead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, artillery is an answer for sure. Mike, I heard you even got a helicopter shot by an artillery once. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was. Was it Copo? Yeah. Back yeah, I think you. so. Yeah, it was, I was facing Jack. Um, I had had uh. My VTOL was elevation one and it was just behind a hill and there was a mech there as well. I had him a little too close. It was turn one, I think. And Jack had, uh, 
one shot of offboard Artie, and he put it on the one-inch hill I was hiding behind. Uh, and since the two-inch sphere would have covered the mech and the VTOL, um, yeah, he hit both, and it knocked the knocked the Kestrel out the sky. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember right, something like that. Uh, it was it was a, the game entirely shifted in that one shot. I'm gonna feel so good. Yeah, I had, somebody had somebody gave that to me this weekend on Saturday. Um, luckily, my VTOL had more than uh, one pip of armor and one structure, so it, it did two damage, but didn't really affect it too much. So lately, every uh, I swear, within the past two to three months, every time I've taken a VTOL, every time it gets, uh, they roll in the motive hit, every single time it's like an 11 or 12, and it's just immobilized or crew killed oh, no. or whatever. And I'm just like, down you go. That's awesome. And that's that's been like the last two months for me and VTOLs. Maybe that's why I didn't take them for this one. I don't know. <laughs> Break. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like we had a good vent, good wrap up. Anything else, guys? Um, it was nice seeing everyone. Twelve people is pretty good for Battletech um, tournament, and uh, I got to meet Alex. That was nice. Alex's like Discord profile picture is Porkins from Star Wars. He's like the fat X-wing pilot. And he's like, I can keep it together, and he crashes and dies. Uh, but like, I was expecting Alex to be like a big, kind of like a heftier dude. He's just not like Porkins. Yeah, like Porkins. And then he wasn't. I was like, oh, whoops. And they told me he was a another Navy guy, and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I was coming off my loss against Ben, so it was just like a trifecta. And I was just like, oh, can't, I can't handle this right now. <laughs> trifecta of shitty things. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no, it was nice being Alex, and his diorama thing was sweet. It's like a Union oh, yeah. dropship, like taking off or or landing. I don't know. And the little ghost regiment guys. Yeah, look great. Nice seeing everyone playing some games. You know, I, I wasn't expecting to lose the Ben, and I think there's a part of me that still hasn't accepted it. So, you know, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense, really. I'll give it give it a couple months. Let us sing again for a little while. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically, I get to start all over again. All of my little cliff notes about what units I like. Just, just you may as well just toss it in the bin. Gotta do it now for Davians. <laughs> I'll send you some. I'll send you a couple lists. You can kind of start start building up. Hopefully, I can. We call that transition, John. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm transitioning, everyone. Uh, and yeah, hopefully, I can read Ben's writing and plan. I guess. Wait, he didn't eat. He didn't eat them all. <laughs> no, I usually keep one to write on a bar napkin. <laughs> uh, Roger that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good time. I think you know, seeing everybody and you know, just. Get to talk battle tech stuff for the day it's it always a, it's always a fun day for me yeah great to meet some new people too it was nice yeah yeah there was a couple couple new folks that i hadn't met before it's always nice to play new new faces you know if you get a chance to unless you're charles apparently who keeps playing me and dave over and over and over again <laughs> well i i have yet to play mike john i know i've played john quite a bit but i haven't played mike i haven't played david and i haven't played charles yet so oh. i don't know what the deal is yeah blame it on cryodex man i know yeah, yeah. Uh, about, you know, actually that's a good question we gotta have a little comparison here i've played mike ben matt i haven't played david mike have you played everyone i haven't played matt yet no okay. i've played you played ben played ben at uh uh what was it copo 
on, on, on two hours of sleep <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, with the most perfect game of King of the Hill. Yes. We, we were 100% of our units were on the template by turn two. Oh. And we stayed there the entire we game. Just, we were just dancing around the circle for like three more turns. Because that's how you play King of the Hill. That, that is King um, of the Hill, yeah. <laughs> let's see. And I've played Dave tons of times because we both live in the Springs. Uh, but yeah, I'm only one I haven't played out of the crew is Matt. Make it happen. Yeah, I think John, our game completed my set of of the Valhalla Club podcast, so I played everybody. Oh, there we go. I think you're the first one to do everyone then, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah, well, you know that's what we do. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll have to run another event out of Castle Rock, and we'll have to make sure that we get Matt against Colorado or the Springs guys. Me right, too, I'll have right? to run through the list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Say so the, um, uh, not it's total tangent, but I uh, just remembered uh, your comment earlier, Matt, about the uh, the new Valhalla Club uh, dice not working in your favor. Mm. <laughs> they uh, they worked relatively okay for me. Um, Good to hear. Charles Charles was hoping to use them. So Charles is used to WNRP dice. Uh, screwing him over every time, both as him rolling them and his opponent rolling them. Uh, so he tried the same tactic in our game, and uh, they kept doing okay for me and kept failing him. So here's you, Charles. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine have been banished. My dice bag. They gotta. They gotta learn some luck. But they they came out looking great. Thanks to Dave. Um, yeah, no. they, look they look dope. Shitting with the guys that uh, when we played X Wing, we would say X Wing like the regional tournaments. You win dice if you got in like the top eight or whatever. Um, and we used to joke that, uh, that you know they would resell for like twenty, thirty dollars a pair. We used to joke that you could pay the iron price for them or the gold price, and that if you bought them, they would never be as lucky as if you had actually won them. And uh, all I could think of after getting my ass stomped by Ben. I was like, oh, these dice. You don't, you don't ever buy sloppy seconds, man. You don't do that. Right. I haven't earned a dice. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, they did all right for me. I mean, it, you know, the anchorman adage there, 60% of the time they work every time. All right, so that wraps up uh, our episode today for the Wolfnet tournament we had here in Colorado Springs. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a good night. See you at the next one. Thanks for joining us today in the Valhalla Club. Special thanks to our sponsor, Ares Games and Miniatures. Ares is the premier online retailer for all your Battletech needs. You can contact us at the Valhalla Club at Outlook.com. If you are in Colorado, please join your local community group on Facebook and Discord. If you are able to help support your local Colorado Battletech community, subscribe on Patreon to Colorado Battletech. This Patreon account is used to supply prize support for local events and assist in venue costs. Links for the Valhalla Club Discord, the Colorado Battletech Patreon, and Facebook group are in the show notes. Until next time, mech fans. Mm-hmm.